back at it with another episode on Big O. And I'm Gator. And today we're talking about the big news in the coming out of the NFL. How you, how you liking that big contract for old Patrick Mahomes? Dude, honestly, I think if anybody deserves it, it's him. He's gone out, put out the work. He sat out his first year, rookie year, on the bench behind Alex Smith. And uh, when his time came, he stepped up. And ain't, ain't nobody doing what he's doing. I mean, no, yeah. I mean, he he's a he's a bad man, pajama. I mean, he just won the Super Bowl. He's what third year in. One, uh, yeah, because uh, they picked up his fifth year option, so he had two years left on this contract. Yeah. It's his rookie contract. Uh, I mean, I think it's a little outlandish as far as the length and all that. It's just unprecedented. For ten years is a long fucking time to commit, but it is the quarterback position. You know, you do want to lock that in long term. You know, I understand Dak. You know what he's going through that he's been demanding for years, uh, but that's just so he can hit the market sooner. I think that's why the deal was as massive as it was, is because they said, "Look, we want to lock you down long term, and so we're gonna give you big money, but you're gonna be with us for ten years." Well, I mean, but how how extra. old is he? That's ten years extra. That's not even like that's twelve years total. But how, how, I mean, how old is he? Like 23, 24? 24. 24? I mean, he'll be 34. $500 million richer. Well, he'll be 36 because it's 12 years. It's 12 years total. It's an extension. So it's his two years he's still got on contract right now and then 10 years. Oh, so he's still going to play out his rookie contract and yeah. then go to this? Okay. Yeah, it's an extension. I'm sure they reworked the numbers so his rookie contract, he'll get paid more, probably more than he would off his rookie contract. I'm sure they worked the numbers and stuff like that to give him a higher pay this year and next year compared to what he would have made as a rookie, off his rookie deal at least. But, uh, yeah, it's going to be 12. Yeah, the total length of the contract, including the two years he had left, is 12. Well, I mean, good for Kansas City. I mean, that locks up a big chunk. And I know, I know that that they were working it so that it wouldn't be a big cap hit. Yeah. Something about percentage based, uh, to help depending because nobody knows where the salary cap is going to go with COVID going on right now. So there's been conflicting reports on that though. Some people saying that it, there is no percentage based on it. Like he's locked in for whatever cap hit he's going to hit. But I've also seen some that's saying, yeah, he does have, there is a percentage clause in there that if like the, Salary cap goes down, he'll take a little bit of a hit. And they'll just transfer it over to incentives. I mean, yeah, that's what I was going to say. Like, yeah, everybody's making a big deal because the total amount he can make off this contract is $503 million. But a lot of that is all incentives. That includes getting MVPs, get, going to the Super Bowl, winning the Super Bowl, all that stuff. I mean, that that's. In the end, that's pretty cool, you know. Uh, more power to him. I, I think Kansas City did the right deal, locking him up for that long. Yep. I I don't know how long his style of play will be able to sustain. You know. I mean, in his three years, well, he's been in the league for three years. He's only played two. Uh, I guess he played a few games in his rookie season, but I mean, in that time, he's only been injured once, and that was the dislocated knee on that quarterback sneak. But. And that honestly, to me, that wasn't a sense of him being injury prone. 
I feel like that was just a freak accident. You know, quarter, the coach said, you know, let's run a quarterback sneak. We're just trying to kill the clock here, and we need to get the first down. Let's just do a quarterback sneak. And he happened to get injured. It was just a freak accident. But that's not, well, I mean, I guess if there's no long-term effects from it, but I would think there would be some, you know? You think so? From a dislocated kneecap? I mean, there's no telling what, what kind of damage was done besides that, you know? I mean, it... it to me, it's it's a good gamble. That's a good risk that I'd be willing to take. Like for can, a guy like that. Yeah, I mean, if you think about it, if you get five more good years out of him, I mean, what you're talking about, maybe one or two more Super Bowls, possibly. Dude, I think he'll get more than that. I wow. think he could end up with five rings total. At the end of his career. At the end of his career, I think he could get to five. It just depends on how on what they have around him. I mean, that's the thing. Like the what he has around him right now makes him that good you know and just because it's a 10-year extension doesn't mean he's gonna play out this whole contract completely through at some point you know four or five years down the line they decide hey we need you to restructure the contract so we can get more super bowl wins you know if they happen they won last year if they happen to win just one in the next four or five years they'll probably be like hey look we need you to take a pay cut so we can get some better plays around you and honestly i feel like mahomes is the kind of guy that's gonna be like yeah let's Let's do this because I want to win. It's not about the money for me. Um, you know, his, what is it called? When he spoke out on the contract and he was like, look, I'm really happy about this. You know, I want to be in Kansas City for the rest of my career. And uh, I feel like this deal did what I wanted and the team wanted in the sense that it's going to help the team, you know, manage the cap. And it's going to give me long time security, which was most important to me. He didn't care about, I mean, obviously he did care about the money part of it, but he wanted that long-term security. You know, the way he talks about it, though, that sounds just like Dak and look at what Dak's doing. You know what I mean? He doesn't want to give him a fifth year, but I want to be a cowboy forever. I want to be this. I want to be that. I mean, can't say. I think a lot of that has to do with the agents, though. The agents are the ones that are in their ear whispering, and I'm, hey, look, like, salary cap is only going to be going up. And if you do four years instead of five, you can be out on the market again and get even more money on that second contract. Well, technically, it'd be his third after the with the rookie contract. So, with Patrick Mahomes signing – what do you think that does for Dak? I mean, do you think that pushes him? Dude, honestly, I, I, I'm thinking it's going to hurt the Cowboys because with Mahomes going to be averaging about $45 million a year, Dak demanding $40 million, he's going to be like, well, look, they're giving the best player in the NFL $45 million. You know, he's a quarterback. I'm a quarterback. I'm asking $40 million. I could be asking for 45 since he signed and I'm next up. You know, people think, you know, next man up is always going to make more. But with him wanting four years, I think he needs to take a a considerable amount of less money because you know he's going to be back on the market soon. We're talking about 45 million a year for 10 years. I mean, and that, I don't know, especially with Dak, it's kind of complicated, I guess. I get where he's coming at with four years, but at the end of the day, like, dude, just sign your fucking contract. Stay a cowboy. Like, you're not. 
you're not going to find another. I mean, we have the best offensive line. You know what I mean? One of the top receiving cores. Like, I think the, it's got it. I don't know if it's the best anymore. I think it's considerably weakened with uh, Frederick retiring this year. I mean, we're still top five. Oh, yeah. I'm not saying we're not good. Well, we were, but not, we're not. I, we're not number one anymore. I think we did have the, a number one solid offensive line, but it's injuries and everything else to start taking over that team. Yeah, but I mean, I, I think we were number one by a long shot. I think now we're still top three. Top three. I don't know. I kind of want to see what McGovern can do on the line. And uh, I'm not sure if I really trust Connor Williams. My boy out of the UT? Come on now. But, uh, and then Tyron Smith. Tyron Smith has been injured a lot lately. He has. In the last been couple of seasons. And he got a big, massive contract when he was up. So, I mean, for alignment at least, it was a, a pretty big contract. I mean, I, I saw, like I said, I saw the rumor of Fox Sports saying that Dak was supposed to sign Monday for a four year, $35 million contract. And I hope he gets it done, to be honest with you. Yeah, well, I think it's more on the Cowboys right now that really have to get it done because if it comes out that Deshaun Watson signs his contract due, then it, it's just going to open up a whole other can of worms. Now, now, my question is, does this change perspective? Are we going to – are you going to see a lot more contracts like this? Long term? Yeah, I mean, because like, like 10 years is length, a lot. 10 years is a lot. That's why when the news broke on it, I was like, holy shit. Because it's unheard of. 10 years is unheard of. I mean, in reality, like you said, I mean, hell, at the end of this contract, Mahomes could be retiring. He could be like, you know what? I won a few Super Bowls. I've been in the league for fucking 14 years. I might as well hang them up, you know? Yeah, but I don't know if it'll be on this contract because like I was saying, they could always just restructure. I mean, that is true. So, I mean, I'm not I'm not doubting that, and I'm pretty sure later on down the road there might be some kind of, oh, we got to help him or, oh, hey – take this. I mean, like Romo, like with the Cowboys, Romo did that shit. A lot yeah, of he got his big shit. contract and then he kept restructuring as they needed to create cap room. So, I mean, at the end of the day, uh, you know, congratulations to Patrick Mahomes. I mean, fuck, he's worth half a billion dollars. I mean... Uh, half a billion. That's exactly what I just said. Oh, I heard half a million. Nah, that's because you fucking had one too many beers before we started. Oh, uh, this guy. Gotta call me out like that. Well, your cheeks are all red for matching your shirt. It's fucking crazy. It's not blush. Well, it's not what? It's not blush. You putting on blush? No. Oh, you're not putting on blush. Yeah. I said it's not blush. You just matching. Yeah. <laughs> but no, I mean, yeah, like I said, congratulations. That motherfucker just made a half a billion dollars for winning the Super Bowl. See, it still sounds like million to me, folks. God damn. But, 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 billion. How about there you that? you go. God damn. Got to sound it out for this motherfucker. <laughs> no. And then uh, Dak, I mean, fuck. Following his footsteps, go ahead and sign your your contract. Get to four years, thirty five million. Be a cowboy till you're thirty. I would I would totally be comfortable with that kind of contract though for for Dak. Thirty five million, I think is fine. You know, everybody's saying that he's not worth thirty five. Oh, he's not worth thirty five. But at this point, with the market the way it is, you got Russell Wilson that went to two Super Bowls at thirty five million. Of course, that was a few years ago. Like you like to go back to, yeah. Patrick Mahomes just won one. 
been to the playoffs what twice in his two years. So, I mean, he's worth forty five. Dak's taking us to the playoffs. And, and not only that, if you really think about it, Patrick Mahomes could have been in the Super Bowl twice in the last two years. Because if it wasn't for D Ford getting, uh, what is it, offsides, they probably would have gone to the Super Bowl. They would have beat who was that? The Patriots they lost to yeah. two years ago. Yeah, because that's who the Patriots. The Patriots won that last year. That was their last Super Bowl, right? Yeah. So is that when they no. beat Atlanta? No, 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 no. They lost. Who they lose to? Was that Philly? I think so. Oh, because they beat Atlanta the year before, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. Okay, okay, okay. Yeah, so that's when they lost to Philly, but still. But yeah, I was gonna say, um, but yeah, I mean, it came down to one offset offside penalty on D Ford, and he probably would have been to a second Super Bowl. I agree with that, and honestly, I think they would have beat Philly. They oh, should, for sure. I think the Patriots should have beat Philly, but it is what it is. Sometimes someone has your day, you know. Yeah. But uh, I mean, hopefully, we get this shit squared away so then that way we can focus on even trying to play football you know for the cowboys yeah 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 but like i said man i'm comfortable with 35 mil i think that's where the starting point was even if you have to give them 35 and a half 35 five and call it done four years give him his four years but that's what the patrick mahomes contract does too is like i feel like it benefits dak more especially with the money value of the contract to make his case about 40 million a year but at the same time it helps the cowboys because he wants four years Dak wants four years and the cowboys want five and they're gonna be like look well patrick mahomes just took a 10-year extension why can't you work with us and give us that fifth year no shit so Funny. I don't know. I think it threw a huge monkey wrench in the negotiations. They got, what, a week left to get it done before the deadline? Next Wednesday. So. One week. So we'll see. I mean, watch. We're going to see Wednesday. Dak signs eight years, $325 million or some stupid shit like that. I'd laugh my fucking ass off. All that. Yeah. Part of me thinks that Jerry Jones likes to make a thrill of everything. It's like the same thing he did with Zeke last year. Ziku and this and that being at training camp. Zeke's not there. And then he made a shit ton of money off the fucking shirts. Well, he donated that. 100% of those funds. Went oh, to that's right. So the Salvation, Salvation Army. Army, right? Yeah. Needed a tax write-off. Fuck it. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> ah, damn tax it. I writer. signed Zeke too much. Oh, here. Here's a couple million. I gave to charity. He's got to pay for that yacht some way or another. Tax write-off. Oh, shit, dude. But... And that's something I've seen on TV a lot, too, is everybody bringing up Jerry Jones's yacht as part of the reason why players want more money for He's him. He's a fucking It's a salary cap, fool, and it's his money. Like, how are you going to bring his money into... He could play, pay the players whatever he wants, but there's a salary cap that he yeah. has to work with. The NFL structures that shit. So teams have an equal playing field to work with. Hmm. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. I mean, that's a that's a one of them deals. It's a. I mean, Jerry's a fucking billionaire, dude. Yeah. Like, don't you even. You want to talk about somebody being smart with their money? You got to look at Jerry. Yeah, I mean, hell, he's one of the most hated owners in the fucking, or he is the most hated owner in the NFL. Yeah, but that's because he doesn't like doing 
stuff the NFL's way. Well, yeah, but it, I mean, but because like who who was their sponsor? That big sponsor, uh, Pepsi or something like that, or Coke or whatever. And Jerry said, "Nah, I'm gonna do Pepsi, or I'm gonna do Dr Pepper." They have the big old Dr Pepper section at the stadium now. Oh, that's right. Yeah, but yeah. they're not part of the NFL's sponsorships, so that made a big fuss about. Well, I mean, it's because it's because Jerry knows that whoever whoever is in his building is gonna make fucking money. You know what I mean? You go you go to Jerry World, you got Dr. Pepper fucking sponsoring shit. You got AT&T plastered on the fucking outside. Yeah, cause a- I, and then it's the same thing with the beer, too, because I think Bud Light is the National Football League brand. And Miller Light and is, Miller Light the, is dominant, the Cowboy yeah. brand. And that... Uh, uh. <laughs> Don't even get started right, on Miller no Light. shit. That's like drinking fucking piss. Yeah. That's not very good. But. As I take a sip of my Dos Equis. That double X. You know what I'm saying? Triple X. Double X. Double X. Holy shit. But you getting cross-eyed there? One too many, fool? Huh? You about to tie one on? Tie one. Tie one on? Tie one? Never mind, fool. I'm going to tie one? Never mind, fool. Yeah. No one Never understands mind. your gibberish there. <laughs> but, uh, so, okay. So now let, let's switch back. I know we've been... Well, hold, I guess one one more thing in sports here before we move on. Before we move on, uh, the big UFC fight, Usman and and Masvidal switching over. I mean, that's a fucking. I'm excited, dude. I'm I'm actually thrilled to uh, watch this fight. I mean, I'm 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 thinking big money. To be honest with you, I'm gonna put I'm gonna place a big bet. What you thinking? So. Right now, uh, right now, I had it at a hundred, hundred bucks for Masvidal to win, and it was plus two thirty, and I was gonna throw fifty on the Masvidal wins by knockout, and that's plus two thousand. Really? So, but he has to cut twenty pounds by Friday to make weight because he took this fight with a week's notice. Week's notice, yeah. Yeah, see, so we were talking before, and I'm like, I don't really follow MMA. I'm more of a boxing guy, but uh, I saw the hype video for this fight, man. And it it looks like it's gonna be legit, and to take a fight on weeks notice. That's a bad ha- motherfucker. That's why he's got that belt. And then have to go out to uh, what is that? Abu Dhabi. That's where they're fighting, Fight Island. And then, so here, here's the the crazy thing. So he has to drop twenty pounds. He's gonna have to win without his coach, because his coach tested positive for COVID. Wow, no idea. So it's gonna be him there with no coach. On, I, I'm assuming no sleep, because I don't know how the fuck he dropped twenty pounds in a week. That's gonna be either a killer workout or starving yourself. So. It'll be Friday before we know if the fight's really on. Cause if he doesn't make weight, yeah, and that's that all. Like all the betting places, that's what. They're, like they're 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 still betting on who's gonna win, who's gonna lose. But you can't bet on like what round, what knockout until the fight is official. Like they know they're gonna make weight and all that other shit. Because like all these other play, like all the other fights this card. You can bet on who's gonna win, what round they're gonna win, how they're gonna win. You know, all kinds of shit. 
And on this fight, everything's on hold until everything gets finally done and approved. Finalized, yeah. Because I think he had to pass, what, three COVID tests. He had to get special permission to fly in. He has to drop 20 pounds. And something else. I can't remember. But in in the end, I... I yeah, he's had a busy team. He's he's gonna. Masvidal is a bad motherfucker. They call that motherfucker Street Jesus for a fucking reason, you know. He's just a. I don't know, dude. I think that's the other cool thing about because, like I said, I don't follow these guys, um, but you know, uh, during the highlight or the hype up video, talking about he's gonna baptize him. I was yeah. like, all right. I mean, I'm he... gonna see that. He's a real dude, and that's that's why that's why I ultimately like him. Like he was a he was a real dude. Like he he speaks from like inside of him. He's not afraid to hold his opinion back. Like he's he's just a bad motherfucker. That's why he's got that belt. He he's like this age, Nate Diaz. You know what I mean? Like Nate Diaz was relevant a few years ago, kind of fell off, kind of making a comeback, but all he fought was Miles Vidal. And that was a TKO loss. So, I mean, that kind of puts, a, I guess, a damper on his comeback. But still, I mean, Nate Diaz was a bad motherfucker, would talk shit, didn't care who you were, would fucking scrap with you, busted up, cut up, didn't give a fuck. Like when he fought Masvidal and had that big-ass cut in his face and they stopped it, he's like, nah, fuck it, let's go. Let's go. I don't want to hit like this. Like, that's real. That motherfucker either wants to get knocked out or keep just fucking keep going you know what i mean yeah until the fight on battle ranks so i mean that's i mean they they put on both of those guys put on exciting fights so i'm excited to see this i want to you know i mean hell maybe maybe masvidal throws a flying knee and knocks him out like he did fucking uh Askru in five seconds who knows i mean who who the fuck knows but hey the fact the the feet the fight doesn't. <laughs> the fight don't even have to be that long for it. If as long as it's uh, an explosive knockout, I'm good. If it's gonna be a knockout, it's gotta be explosive. Oh, it's gonna, <clears throat> it's gonna be fucking legit. Like my house is gonna fucking erupt, dude. Like everybody, everybody and their moms and. I mean, the in-laws are going to be there. Are they? They're going to be there to watch this fucking fight, dude. Like, I was I was okay for Fight Island. I was like, ah, we'll get it just to get it. And then if we didn't get it, oh, well, I'll watch the highlights. Like, I, I like Max Holloway, and he's fighting. And I was like, ah, okay. You know, that's cool. And then once they announced Masvidal, it was like, get it. A fucking switch. I already pre-ordered it. It's ordered already. Like, no hesitation, no nothing. It's let's go, you know. So, and then uh, I guess switching from that to unfortunately uh, sadder points. Uh, I don't. I don't know if you saw what's going on with. Uh, well, I guess CNN is attacking uh, Mr. Terry Crews. You know Terry Crews? Yeah, I know Terry Crews. Yeah, they're attacking him for, I mean, I guess not supporting Black Lives Matter because he says 
because of some tweets that he responded to, which made a lot of sense, you know, in his tweet. He said, let's let's make it about Black Lives Matter, not Black Lives Better, you know. Which pretty much said, you know, we're all equal. Don't treat it as one race is higher than the other, blah, blah, blah. And there's been so much fucking backlash, so much hatred towards him. And, and, I mean, this dude, you know, gives to gives back to the community, actually does good for his communities and stuff like that. And they're treating him like shit, like he's a piece of shit because he accepts responsibilities for things, you know? Yeah. And it, it's fucking insane, you know? Well, like you we've said a couple of times before, you yeah. know, the media spins things the way they want it to be seen, you know? And <clears throat> it's one of those, if you're not with us, you're against this kind of things. And I, I saw, I mean, it, it broke my heart, dude, just watching the news this weekend, you know, watching little clips and shit like that. I feel like as the year has been going on and things are getting, getting worse, well, COVID's getting worse and stuff like that, but also like just the negativity, it's just everywhere. Facebook, I'm sure it's on Twitter and all that stuff. I don't have a Twitter, but, uh, and then also on the news channels, it doesn't matter what news channel you go for, what uh democratic party whatever like it doesn't matter who you're siding with or anything like that any channel you go to or if you're on facebook and stuff it's all negative everything's negative it can't just be everybody come together you know to do something but see and that that starts from the top you know like like i was telling you earlier so i guess here's a little backstory so last weekend 4th of july we're getting ready to go to uh, get together. And uh, me and my daughter, we start talking about different shit, you know. And uh, we get into a little bit of a political debate, you know. Nothing too too crazy, you know. But uh, we, we start discussing things. And so I, I ask her, which is why we had... Invited a guest this week, and they stood us up again, you know. That's, uh, I don't know if it's uh, afraid to speak their mind or afraid to hear the truth, but, you know, it's like I said, going back, speaking with my daughter, you know, she was telling me that in school, they make them choose, you know, between Democratic or Republican Party or this and that, and they, and they go over some politics and stuff like that, and then uh, she started talking about different different aspects of what she thought and she had formed an opinion and I said, you know, and I told her I'm I'm happy that she was able to form an opinion, but at the end of the day what you're getting and what your source of stuff is wrong, you know. It's it's emotionally fed, not fact fed, you know. And we got into Trump, we got into the wall, like we started getting in depth, and it was amazing. You know, I'm proud of my daughter, she's fucking 14, going on 15, and for her to have an opinion like that is amazing. I just wanted to tell her and explain to her, you know, truths I mean, honest truths, you know, like she was like, Oh, well, you know, Biden is gonna give us. She goes, I she told me, she goes, I can't believe you support Trump because Biden's gonna give us free schooling and free health care. I said. 
And I had to tell her, you know, I was like, listen here, baby. I'm sorry to have to tell you this and burst your bubble, but ain't nothing in this life fucking free. I said, that money's got to come from somewhere. I said, Obama tried to do Obamacare, talking about you can keep your doctors, keep this, keep that, and only choose to do this. But they made it to the point where you had to do that. If not, you got fined. And then it wasn't even that great. Like what I was paying for, like healthcare now, like before I got fired, was cheaper than when I was, than during the whole Obamacare force, force you to do insurance. It was, it's cheaper with more benefits. So tell me how, when I don't have to go through Obamacare, is it cheaper with more options? You know what I mean? Yeah. So I don't know, but just going on, we just, we just went on a bunch of different rants and I came to the conclusion and this is what I told her. I said, you know what? I said, personally, I, I never really liked Trump, but he's grown on me. And then on top of that, I feel like he's playing the game. And by playing the game, so, okay, so, so here's the deal. And I watched, I, I watched videos and commentary from a bunch of different people, you know, a couple of African-Americans and stuff like that. And they talk about why they switched from the Democratic Party to the Republican Party, which is cool. You know, to each their own. I don't care what you do. I'm not here. Like, if you don't, if you don't listen to what I say, then, you know, fuck you. No, I'm not like that. But, you know, they were talking about, have you ever noticed that Donald Trump won without the black vote? Right. He won just just by white people voting him in. Black people didn't vote for him and he won. So tell me. Why is he. When he has the opportunity to talk about it. As he's talking about black unemployment being at the lowest rates that they've ever been. Black women getting the best, you know, more job opportunities is what there is doing the. Uh. That was it, the Reform Act, which truly affect the African American male who was incarcerated for what we deem as petty shit. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. <clears throat> and I said, "Why?" And and the lady had said it, and it clicked in my head. It's like, why would he say this if he can win without the black vote? Why is he helping? And I said, look, this motherfucker, Trump cannot talk to save his fucking life, right? He's a, oh yeah, no. He's ignorant. He's stupid. He, he he doesn't know how to talk to people, you know? But he's a businessman, and he knows what he has to do. So just like any businessman, you appease the people at the top, but you help your people at your bottom. You know what I mean? Like, he doesn't have to. Like, I think in his what he says and why everybody, Oh, he's racist. He's this, he's that blah, blah, blah. He has to say that because guess what? Poor people don't have money to reelect him. Right. And I know it's a fucked up way to say it, but poor people don't have money. So poor people can't raise the millions upon millions of dollars. It takes to run, you know, get reelected to do all that shit. So you, get the rich people to get behind you and then you help out the little guy 
And that's exactly what the fuck he's doing right now. And everybody hates it. Everybody hates it. It's it's fucking it's crazy the way people think, you know. Like what what do you consider yourself? Republican. Republican? Why do you consider yourself a Republican? Cuz I just vote Republican. You just was it What are your parents? Republicans. Have they always been Republicans? Yes, sir. Are you just saying that because that's what I just asked you or do you actually know that? No, I know that. Okay. I mean, I was just curious because I know some people like, I mean, I'm not going to lie. When, when Obama came to office, I mean, it was a thought, you know, I was like, well, I mean, he sounds like he's going to be making a difference, you know? Yeah. The difference was Trump sounded like he was going to be an asshole, but he actually helped out a lot of minorities, you know? And everyone's like, oh, he has kids in in cages. No, they've been there a long time. They've been there since Clinton created ICE. So a Democratic president created ICE. Democrats created the KKK. Democrats have done a lot of shitty shit. So, I mean, I don't don't know. Uh, But I do know... You know, speaking like this whole Black Lives Matter and all this other shit, dude. I just, I can't believe that they, that people fall for the, this, this bullshit. I mean, it's fucking bullshit. Let's just be honest with you. Like, if Black Lives Matter, Black Lives only matter when it's convenient for them, you know? And And the only reason why I'm saying this is, as a as a father watching that little uh what's her name eight year old girl that that died in Atlanta that got shot had nothing to do with her gang related black on black crime all this other shit her parents are in the news news conference which it wasn't major fucking news because who cares yeah because a cop didn't kill her no because a white person didn't kill her oh it would have been worse if it was a cop well if it would have been a white cop yes. But that that's the thing, like in the in the in the deal, he's sitting there in the uh, interview. He's fucking crying. And he's like, where's Black Lives Matters? They haven't reached out to me. This isn't all over the fucking news. Like, where are the actors supporting him? You know? Oh, he's calling them actors now. No, he's talking about like actors and stuff oh, like, like real actors, real actors. Yeah, because okay. like you see, like he was and uh, someone else. Uh, I think this was like Terrence Williams or something like that. I can't remember. I think it's Terrence something like that. But he Howard? was Terrence Howard. Uh, no, 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 Terrence Williams. He's a he's a Trump activist, I guess. He, oh, okay. uh, he's for okay. Trump. Right. I don't, but uh, he was on there saying, you know, you see, like George Floyd, like that. That was a shitty situation, and all these people came out, and they they gave George Floyd's family two million dollars. Right, Black Lives Matter, actors, all this other shit. Cool. What about that eight-year-old little girl that just died? Where's her support? Where's the money helping her? Like, they have a GoFundMe. Like, I literally donated $50 of my own fucking money to that little kid because I could not stand to 
feel what those parents are going through right now. Like I donated to their cause, to their GoFundMe. I don't, I, I don't know these people, but I'm a parent, and I know exact. Like I, I could not deal with what they're going through right now. And there's, you know, when I donated, there was eight hundred dollars. Eight hundred dollars. What was the goal? Two thousand. Wow. And it had been up for two days. I mean, don't get me wrong. Eight hundred dollars in two days. That's amazing. Yeah, it's not bad, but I mean, like we we're saying, like if it would have been a white on black person crime, that GoFundMe would have reached twenty k in two days, easy. But that that doesn't matter, you know. Black on black crime doesn't matter. It's not part of Black Lives Matters movement. No, they're not. They're, they're not. They're not there for black lives. They're there for injustice. They don't care about people murdering their own people. Like, it's not part of their culture. Like, I mean, it is part of their culture. They're like, oh, well, that happens every day. Yeah. But when it comes to a, a white person or a cop shooting a black person or killing a black person in any whatever means, like, it, that's what is their trigger. That's what they're stand behind. And see, and that, that's my deal. Like, like going back to Terry Crews, I know I kind of went a little off topic there. I just got a little emotional about that. But, like, shit like that pisses me off. And I, I don't understand how more people are not fucking pissed off about that. Like, that was on local fucking news. It wasn't on CNN. It was, I mean, and I'm even disappointed in, like, uh, you know, the Republican Party. Like, it wasn't on Fox News. It wasn't, like... To me, like, that, that's what needs to change. You know, whether it be police presence and all that, like, like, well, there ain't going to be no police presence because everybody wants to do fun their police department. Yeah. Well, they tried that in Seattle. Look how the fuck that turned out. I don't know. Fucking horrible. Seattle. So fucking horrible. They killed two innocent fucking kids for no goddamn reason. Like, and that's, that's the shit that pisses me off, dude. Like I'm, I'm truly it. Like it angers me. Like to think that people turn their back on what the actual problem is. Oh, police brutality. You know, I, like I told my daughter, and this is what she got from Twitter and, and all these other social media things. She was telling me thousands of black people are dying every day to cops. And I said, sweetie, you want to know how many unjustified, right? And this is going through just fact checking. Yeah. In the great state of Texas, not just, you know, I didn't do the whole United States, but I did just Texas. Texas is a pretty big state, you know. And I went 10 years back. How many unjustified white officers killing black people were there in Texas, right? 23. For 10 years. For 10 years. Now... Maybe over 10 years, there may be a thousand. And, and like I try to tell her, I said, I'm not saying that the system is fucking perfect because, hell, I went to jail. The cop couldn't tell me why I went to jail. And then, you know, the judge apologized me the next morning. Oh, sorry, sir. You didn't. You weren't supposed to be here. Well, no shit. I wasn't supposed to be here. That's what I told you in the beginning. But like I, told her, like I said, I'm not saying the system is not fucked up, but you can't blame the system for you making bad choices. You know, 
it's yeah and then and then for them to try to flip the script and then include you know black men dying or i mean it could be a woman too to a cop but it was justified shooting they want to include those people because they were killed by a cop yeah and that that's the thing but but that triggers everybody nowadays everyone's so fucking sissified i mean everybody's sensitive dude it's fucking embarrassing dude Uh, like i was telling you earlier about the goddamn that movie with shia labeouf oh yeah about the jewish boy yeah He's playing a white Jewish kid that grew up in the hood. And in the trailer, he says, hey, what's up, Vato? Because he's in a Hispanic hood. And they're like, oh, he's brown face. Why didn't they have a Mexican play? Why didn't they have a Mexican play a white Jewish boy? Yeah, that makes a lot of fucking sense. They're stereotyping Mexicans now. Oh, my my God. God. Yeah. Yeah. Like, dude, get the fuck, you know. Hell. Some Mexican, like some Hispanic, I don't know, politically, I guess, politically correct is what Hispanic, some Hispanic, Latino, Latino lady earlier in the Walmart park, like hit my fucking car with their door and then ran off like, what the fuck, man? I mean, I don't know what the fuck that has to do with anything, but he wanted to vent about I just got a little bit of anger built up. You know what I mean? With all this, all this talking about this bullshit. Yeah, I mean, I just, I can't stand how sensitive everything's gotten. Like, like we haven't even brought it up yet, but the whole Colin Kaepernick thing about saying, celebrating, celebrating 4th of July is a celebration of white privilege or white power in America. Where in the hell... Do you get some stupid idea like that? Well, so my my personal opinion of Colin Kaepernick is that motherfucking go suck a dick. I mean, that's that's 100% true. Like, everyone thinks this guy is some kind of big savior. He stood up for justice. He did all this other shit because he took a fucking knee. My deal is, here's my deal. He started a movement. He started all this other shit. No. He took a knee. He got fired. He signed a deal with Nike, made $380 million sitting at home. Now he signed another deal with Disney and Netflix to do a documentary of him taking a knee. Right? So he's going to make more money. Of that money, I donated to some little girl that I didn't know to her funeral. What has he done? Except for be a face but nothing, nothing for change. He's like, oh, we're going to start a protest, but I'm going to chill in my fucking big ass house. Like, that's my deal. I told my daughter, I said the same thing, because she was like, oh, Colin Kaepernick started this and started the protest and started this. I said, you know what? Fuck Colin Kaepernick. That's what I told her. Fuck him. I said, you want to know somebody who's actually giving back to their fucking community and actually trying to make a difference? I said, LeBron James. I said, and I don't, I didn't like, I didn't like LeBron because, hey, he always fucking, he played my Spurs and fuck that. He was, yeah. he was a rival. Yeah. But at the end of the day, you can say that this motherfucker is giving back to his community and trying to make a difference in this world because he grew up with nothing to make something of himself. And if he can do it, then a lot of other people can. So he's giving them yeah. a helping hand. 
and, and from what I understand, Akron's not a very good place. Yeah. I mean, and, and so for him to try to do something like that and, and help out and, you know, I'm not saying give up all your money. Fuck, you earned that money. But at the same time, if you don't give back to where you came from and understand where you came from and, you know, you want to talk shit, but you're living, you know, driving a Rolls Royce sitting in a fucking 20 bedroom mansion on some private property somewhere. Like, get the fuck out of here, dude. Like, come the fuck on. And that's who you're fucking praising? Like, that's that's your idol? That's who started this movement? No. I will fucking praise LeBron James all day before I, I acknowledge Kaepernick. Kaepernick. And then him being with Nike, dude, all the kids, you know, wearing Nike and stuff. So, you know, Colin Kaepernick's going to be all plastered all over the Nike stores and shit like that. So, you know, that's who they're going to be looking up to. Yeah, it's embarrassing, I, and that's what I told my daughter too. I said, "Find yourself a role model that actually does something that went from something to nothing and actually helped people get to achieve their goals." I mean, fuck, dude. Like that's that's one thing about me personally. Like, I don't care how much money you have. I don't care. You know, you you could be poor. I mean, you know. It, it doesn't matter. It, it honestly truly does not matter to me what your social status is, whatever like that. If you're trying to make an effort and I can help you in any way possible, then I will help you. Whether it be advice, money, you know, whatever. The end goal is, look, we grew, like me personally, I grew up with nothing. You know, we were, we were poor growing up. We, I mean, we weren't dirt poor. We, I mean, we ate eggs and beans a lot. Who cares? You know? Now we eat steaks in Vegas. But that don't mean I don't remember what it's like to eat eggs and beans. It don't mean, you know, like my brother-in-law. You know, he'll text me randomly. Hey, brother, you got can you, you got five bucks. You can lend me. You can lend me 15 bucks. You, you know, do something. He's working. Trying to make ends meet. Yeah, why not? You trying. As long as you trying, I'm willing to help you. You know, hell, even you, you forgot your wallet. I bought you lunch one day. Yeah. Well, I didn't forget my wallet. I, I forgot my card. Well, yeah, whatever. But I mean, that that's the thing, you know, it's just, you know, some people make it to the top and forget where they came from. So you're thinking Colin Kaepernick's one of the people that made it to the top and forgot where he came from. Well, what is he doing? What is he doing to help his community? Fuck, I don't know. Not a goddamn thing. I figured he just buried, buried. Dug, yeah, dug a hole and laid down in it. What? <laughs> he buried himself? Is that what you were trying to say? <laughs> yeah, there? Like, he, buried. To say. he buried. He buried there. He buried there. He, he buried there. <laughs> no, but I mean that's hey, it's a, better than the list, fool. Right? No shit. Fucking gonna start. Uh, what the fuck you call it? Saying your your s is all fucking crazy. Oh, somebody's at my house. No, but I mean that's that's my deal, you know. I just and then and then the hypocrisy too. Um, so anytime any white person says anything that's not for Black Lives Matter or this or whatever, it's he's a racist. Well, Deshaun Jackson goes out and says some quotes about. Quotes by Hitler and some 
Israeli guy. God damn, dude. How much <laughs> did you fucking drink? <laughs> hey, tells them, bitch. Anyway. Right. So, so, and, you know, they're all anti-Semitic, you know, hate against Jews. So, there is no news coverage of it at all. You know, this fool is literally quoting Hitler. And nobody makes a riot about it because he's a black man hating on Jews. But when his apology comes out, that's when they want to let everybody know that he fucked up. You know what I mean? Like, how is it okay for you to call a white person racist? And then a black guy comes out and is straight up racist. And it's okay because he's black, so he can be racist. And then for other black people to come out and say, well, he's just speaking the truth. Well, I'm sorry to tell you, but when white people come out and say some stuff, it's probably the truth, too. I mean, well, that that's the way society is right now. It's fucking horrible, dude. It is hard. It's horrible. Hard horrible? Hard horrible, yeah. <laughs> no, but I mean, it, it's fucking horrible the way that... The way this world's coming, you know, it... Nobody, you know, going back to my original statement, talking about Terry Crews, like he said, it starts at home, you know? It, before segregation, right? Before, before you know, 1968, the civil rights movement, all that other shit. Here's, here's a stat for you. Mothers and fathers of African-American people, they were together in 75% of the homes, right? Of course, there was racism. There was discrimination back there. But black people were striving, you know? Then the civil rights movement happened. Equality, blah, blah, blah. And then they had a bill made that said, we will support you, any minority or any female that has a child out of wedlock, as long as there's not a man in the house. So, you know, they'll help. Food, like food stamps, welfare, all that shit. And after that bill was passed in African-American homes, I dropped to where there's a complete family and 20%. 20%. Think about that. One out of every five families has a mom and a dad present. And even though, and like the other stat was, you know, African-Americans make up 6% of the United States. But African American males account for fifty percent of the crimes committed in the US. You know? Take those numbers into effect. It it starts at home, you know? And the problem is everyone looks for someone else to fucking blame. No one wants to blame themselves for fucking up. No one and, and don't get me wrong, I understand you know, people want people sell drugs. They turn to gangs. They they don't know no better. That's the way they were fucking raised. Yeah. Because they usually get them young, so yeah, they don't know no better. Yeah, because their mom is working two jobs to support them to put them through school, and you know, they're not home. And then so they turn to the streets. They turn to drugs. They turn to gangs. They turn to whatever. You know. I mean, 
some of the survival rates out of out of some of these cities, you know? I mean, they're they'll be lucky to make it to 18. Like it, that that's sad, you know? That is pretty sad. But nobody wants to blame themselves for getting that, you know? Like they blame everybody else for for them being in that position. Yeah, they blame the police for them going to jail because they got caught doing something illegal. They don't see it as that. They see it as the white man's putting me down. That's the way they see it. The cops are against me. No, you did something wrong. The problem was when you were young and you did something wrong, no one told you, hey, stop that shit. You're going to get your ass whooped or whooped their ass for doing something. Or, you know, I mean, even just a stern talking to the fucking, I mean, nowadays you can only talk to fucking kids. You can't. Yeah, there's no discipline allowed anymore, fool. You go to jail for disciplining your kid. Now. Yeah, fuck that. But, I, I mean, that, that's the thing. Like, if you can't. You know, if you only have to put on a show for your mom who's there at nine o'clock and you go to bed at 10 o'clock, you know, for eight hours out of the day, you can do whatever the fuck you want as long as you're good for one hour, you know? Yeah. I mean, it, it, it it's sad. It, it's sad that, you know, everyone else wants to blame somebody else for their fucking problems, you know? You know it's the white man that's keeping me down. No, it's your poor choices. And I'm not, like I said, I'm not perfect. I'm I'm nowhere near perfect. I make bad choices all the fucking time. Everybody does. But I feel like I had the support around me and surrounded myself with good people to learn from the mistakes and learn from the wrong, you know, right from wrong and then move forward. You know? I have some cousins that, I mean, hell, they they went they went to jail for seven years, got out. What they do? Went back to selling drugs, and then now they're back in jail. And they're like, the police, fuck feds, they're fucked up, they're fucked up, motherfucker, get a job. Like, Help society. Yeah, I mean, I, and I guess the perspective of it, especially for myself, you know, like I said, I've been on both sides of the law, I understand wrong from right, and you know, matured at, at, to a certain point now, but dude, it, it's fucking, it just, I don't know. It's one of those things that gets on my nerves for fucking blaming somebody else for your fucking problems. You know who caused your problems? You don't like it. Make you a change. change. Yeah. It's, that's the one thing, but that's the thing. People don't like change. You know, not try to. Accept. They don't like change if it doesn't benefit them. You know, people want to be lazy. They want to. No one wants to put in the work. Yeah. So you know, they want the government to do everything for them, give them everything. That's where everybody's saying, "Well, we need free healthcare, and we need free schooling, and free college, and everything's got to be free." Well, you brought it up earlier. There ain't shit free in this world. Fuck no. You know who has to pay for it? Me. You actual the act the, taxpayers the the work the working man because they're not I, I'm sorry I don't care who the fuck's president who you know it fuck Kanye twenty twenty can be fucking president and don't nobody ever fuck with the one percenters they don't ever fuck with them so who who is it it's the middle class and the lower class that are gonna have to suffer you know. But at the same time, and this is like I like explaining to my daughter, you know, she wants free health care and everything and wants everything equal. I said, explain to me 
do you think it's fair? You know, back we'll we'll say a few years back, I was working eighty hour weeks, right? Work till one thirty in the morning, every day, seven seven to one thirty in the morning. Go home, take a shower, wake up, do it all over again. Six days a week, take Sundays off. Probably hungover or some shit like that, right? I said, do you think it's fair for me, who works eighty hours, to be equal? With someone who works 10 hours? No. And I... Don't oh, get yeah. me wrong. Yeah, I did see this one. It's like one of those like meme style things. But it was his dad. Or this kid. She was in college. And the dad asked her. She comes home for like spring break or winter break or whatever it was. And asked her, you know, how's school going? She's like, oh man, it, it's it's so much work, but I, I'm putting in the work and I'm getting I'm getting A's in all my classes. And he's like, that's good, that's good. How about your friend? Because her friend was there at college with her, and she's like, oh, she's been like slack, uh, slacking off and like just partying all the time, and she's getting like C's and D's in her classes, and you know he's trying to prove a point to her, and she's like talking about. Uh, democratic this democratic that and then he tells her well you know you know what the democratic party really is about you know those a's that you've worked really 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 hard for we're gonna take some of that off you'll get like a b or maybe like a c plus and she'll get the same grade as you because she took some of what you you worked really hard to get exactly you know that's basically what it really comes down to and she said he said do you think that's fair she's like no Welcome to the Republican Party. Yeah, no shit. I mean, and that it, it just goes to show you. I mean, people don't people don't look at it in real world situations. They think these fucking goddamn fairy tale, hypothetical fucking bullshit deal. Like, you know, I understand this fucking world is corrupt. I mean, there's fucking corrupt people every fucking day. People lie, steal, uh, sleep, goddamn, lie, steal, and cheat every fucking day of this. Every fucking day. That's life. You either you either getting ahead or you fucking somebody over to get ahead. You know what I mean? When it comes to a promotion time and, and two people are up, you think they're both like, Well, let the best man win. No, fuck that. Johnny over there I working caught, something on the side right, to I get caught, an advantage. I caught him taking a shit in the urinal, you know? You know, they you act like everybody's your fucking friend and not everybody's your fucking friend. So I don't know. This shit it's a touchy feeling. I, I really wish, you know, we were we were supposed to have a special guest tonight. Uh, he flaked on us, didn't answer our text. That's cool. That's cool. I mean, at the end of the day, I'm pretty sure he probably would have left you upset. You think yeah. so? Yeah, I'm pretty sure. I don't really talk to him. So. I mean, me and him, we've had we've had some good debates before, but at the end of the day, at the end of the day, facts trump feelings, and that's. A lot of these people are acting on their feelings, not facts. Because they Well, that's that's the same reason that I always call these movements and stuff that people be doing Black Lives Matter and these protests. They're just fads, dude. They come and go with the emotions up and down with the wave. You know, one minute it's gonna be Black Lives Matter, whatever the next fad is, is that's the roller coaster that they're gonna get hop onto next. Nobody gives a fuck. Yeah, it's like, um, uh, like I said, I mean, all these videos, like all these people that I watch, like I watch 
a lot of Democratic guys like the Hodge twins and uh, Terrence Williams. And uh, I, I've been log- watching a lot of uh, Candace Owens. Candace Owens. I've heard of her. I don't think I've watched any of her Dude, stuff. Why, watch some of her shit. I mean, it's it's just real. Like, I don't understand why people are afraid of, of facts. Like, truths. You know what I mean? Because that means they're wrong. I mean, people don't like to be wrong. I mean, I don't like to be wrong, period. But I take everything with a grain of salt. I mean, hell, I may be saying some wrong. That's the thing, though, too. Is you have to take everything with a grain of salt. Like, there's just no telling... If facts are human facts right now, too. Yeah, no shit. Like, it's really hard to tell. There's just so many lies out there right now. It's insane. I mean, every, everybody fucking... Everyone... It's all an agenda. It just depends on what the agenda is. And that's and that's what people don't understand. Like, they're trying to go to this whole global currency bullshit. You know? And and I and I hear little things about it. I, I honestly I, I don't know too much about it. I ain't done my research on it or looked anything up about it, you know. But I do see that they do have an agenda that they're trying to push. That the Democrats are trying to push for some fucking strange reason. And Trump's in their way. Yeah. I mean, Trump is in their fucking way. And hey, you know what? If it takes another four years to find somebody else that can keep it this way to where. As a country, we're striving because right now, like before COVID, and that's that's what everybody, if you notice before COVID, you know, the stock market was back up. Jobs were coming back to America. Everything was going upwards. And then all of a sudden COVID hits. Then Black Lives Matter. Then all this other shit. Like it's all like. And it's all in an election year. Yeah. And, and there's always something that goes on in a fucking election year. Always something, you know. So what happened in the uh, last election year? Mm. I guess it didn't really matter, right? Because there was two new candidates. Because well, Obama no, couldn't you run had again. The whole Hillary scandal and then the whole Russia. Oh, for Trump, shit yeah. for Trump and all this other yeah. shit, which came out to be false. And you know why? Why would you? Why would you try to bring global peace? Hmm. Interesting. Why would you not? It's just like how. Because the country needs to come first. So. Exactly. We need to... Like, that's the problem. Everybody is so concerned about individuality. But... And it's like I, it's like I told... Like I told my kids, you know? The other day we were watching... Uh, what was it? Uh, Patriots Day. I think is what it was. The Boston Mar- Marathon? Yeah, the Bobby? Boston Marathon. Yeah, we just watched that the other night too. And I was like, that shit pisses me off. Which part? The fact that some piece of shit decided to bomb us, yeah, in retaliation for something, you know what I mean? Like their their whole their whole mindset of doing that bombing was because they thought nine eleven was staged. In my personal opinion, I think nine eleven was staged. You but, think so? Yeah, that's. I mean, you I'll, think the government actually went over there and you know told these guys, "Hey, we're gonna give you a couple of planes, y'all can use to crash." That's not. That's not how it went. That's not how that went at all. So what are you saying that it was staged? uh, I'm trying to clarify here. I I think that whole thing was staged. You know, I think in reality, it it was just like, okay, like the Twin Towers dropping. Okay. Right. That was a strategic precision drop. You know what I mean? Imagine a Jenga tower, right? You're playing Jenga. Yeah. 
and the top starts to topple. Does it topple straight down? Does it concave on yeah. top of each other? It falls to one side or another. So yeah, but you're talking about like latticing fucking blocks of wood together compared to beams that are that, latticed together. Yeah, but they're bendable. You know, with everything, because it's not even just the weight of like if the building was completely empty. There's the weight of everything on every single floor, computers, tables, chairs, everything that's inside the building, papers, everything accounts for weight and everything's going to bring that shit down. Right. So if you if you truly watch those videos, you'll see the tower start to drop below their impact mark. So I could understand, you know, where the plane hit. Right. Yeah. If. That were to topple down first, and then the rest of the building were to go. Are you down? accounting for as well the fires that are going on through the building? On those floors, right? Yeah. Well, obviously, you're going to have a lot more causal damage from the impacts. Right. There was, there was, but the fires are going to spread whether that's up or down because everything's going to start catching on fire. Obviously, fire is going to want to go up. Right. The smoke and everything else is going to want to go up, Just but like, it's still going to catch everything else right. on fire. Well, and but and see, that's going to structurally ruin the integrity of it. I mean, I get what you're saying. I'm just saying from from my standpoint and the way you watch the video and, and watch. I mean, did I watch that shit fucking live? Yeah, I did, too. I still remember that day exactly to a point of like and it was crazy, too, because kids you know i'm in fourth grade what were you sixth seventh grade so eighth. i'm were you really yeah we were in eighth grade damn i'm young number one go fuck yourself <laughs> anyway fourth grade i still remember it because the teacher that i had um got a call from her husband letting her know that he was okay that there were attacks on the twin towers so she canceled like stopped class went to another teacher's office uh, and took us with her to another, a whole nother classroom. So there was two classes in one classroom, elementary. And they have it on TV and they have us watching it, which now thinking back is kind of crazy because you got fourth graders, you know, just like right. watching this happen. But the second plane comes and hits the building and there's some kids in the background just laughing. Thought it was funny, thought it was a joke. And the teachers told them like, y'all need to knock this off. This is real serious right now. And y'all y'all probably don't understand the like actual big picture of what's going on right now because y'all so young, but y'all need to stop laughing. This is not a joke. And so I mean it was just a big imprint just watching that stuff happen. And I also remember going home after school, after everything's already said and done, towers are dropped, all that stuff, and they're showing live footage or recorded footage of people celebrating in like the Middle East and stuff like that of the attack and the way it was completed and stuff like that. And I'm just like, dude, that's what pissed me off was watching people celebrate that it happened. Well, that, yeah, that, that pissed me off too. I mean, and that was a thing. Like I was like, like watching Patriot day, watching nine 11, you know, even if it was staged, even if it was, you know, a, a deal, (coughs) Something like that, you know, it's kind of one of those deals where it's just like, man, you you fuck with us, you fuck with us all. You know what I mean? Well, yeah. And I, and, and that that's what always felt so good about 9-11 was the afterwards 
is when we actually felt like a united country. Well, and see, that was the thing. If you ever, if you ever hear people talk about it, like people were talking about that they hated nine eleven, right? You know what the greatest day was? Nine twelve oh one, because we were together. Yeah, there was no fighting amongst us. There was no. There was somebody came into our house and fucked us up. Yeah. So now let's go fuck somebody up. And that's and, and that's the way it should be. Like, hey, like at the end of the day, at, at the end of the day, we are all equal. We all have civil rights. We all have we all have everything. Like it, at the end of the day, I don't I don't see anybody, whether they're rich or poor, to be any better or any worse than what I am. I mean, don't get me wrong, there's some sick fucks in this fucking world, you know? But that's different. But I'm talking about your average Joe. I don't see like I, I feel like we're all equal. We all have the same opportunity to strive. I don't care if you're white, black, brown, Asian. It it doesn't fucking matter. But at the end of the day, when something like that happens, like hey, all the bullshit aside, like hey, we all stood together. Yeah. You know, and it was just like uh, you know, watching Pearl Harbor and shit like that, and, and different movies like that, and you see some of these racist things, and they tell him he's like, hey. You know, Pearl Harbor, World War Two, they were, and he, uh, you know, that was all before the civil rights and all that other shit. Some of those people in the army, they're like, hey, don't fuck with that dude. If he's good enough to fight in a war with me, then he's fucking equal to me. Like, and that's a, that's a thing. Like, some people don't see that. Some people just want to see hate in yep. this world and don't see the good, you know? It, it I don't know. It's, uh, it, it's one of those things. But honestly, 9-11, I do think it was a conspiracy theory. I think it was just for us to go try to take over for some oil. That's crazy, dude. I just don't. I don't know. I guess it's because it was just such an imprint on on a younger age for me that I'm just like, nah, that shit was real. Like well, that was a legit attack. So, well, hold on. Here, here's, and this is the reason why I say this, right? Like, you do realize how they identified who attacked us, right? What's that? They found a passport at the Twin Towers. You weren't finding shit in there. No, that that's how they identified. That's how they said they identified. So is this what helps you feel like the conspiracy is real? Yeah. I mean, dude. Yeah, because you're not finding anything. In right. That so they so found I a pass. That's why That's why they, they deemed it a terrorist attack later that day because they said they found a passport belonging to one of the hijackers in one of the planes that hit the Twin Towers after the Twin Towers collapsed. They yeah. magically found a fucking. Yeah, that sounds like a load of horseshit. Yeah, so that's that. That was my basis on it. I mean, there there's a lot of little things, you know. There was bigger things too, like when the plane hit the Pentagon plane. You know, there's no evidence of a wreckage. There was no, you know, there's 46 cameras around the Pentagon, and they happened to miss this, you know, Boeing 747 flying into the side of the Pentagon, where it just happened to be that the files were that they were actually conducting. A, uh, I forgot what the fuck they were doing, but they were investigating missing money. But the files for that missing money was in the side of the Pentagon that got hit. So I mean, there, there's a lot of little different things that I'm like, uh, something don't add up. Yeah, something don't add up. I mean, like finding the passport and all that shit. Yeah, and then and then, but then that's like saying you know, they just did the, uh, what was that ninety seven that. Flight ninety seven that crashed out in the open field because they fought they fought back the terrorists and you know 
It was either let them keep flying or we're going to crash this bitch into the ground. What well, and see, but that that that's what I think the human element of that whole situation was. You know what I mean? Because like in my in my eyes, right? If I see someone coming at me with a box cutter, I'm gonna knock you the fuck out. Like me being uh, you me, can get a couple of slashes in there, but you going yeah, you like going to you, sleep. Like you gonna cut me, but I, I I've got bigger cuts on my dick working on a goddamn <laughs> car than that box cutter is gonna do. You know what I mean? So, in my like my opinion, I I think the average Joe would stand up for that situation. Like you talking about 150 people on a plane versus three guys? Yeah, probably four tops. Four tops with box cutters, dude. Fuck that. I'd probably take two on myself. I'm not saying I wouldn't be scared. I'm like fucking gung ho, fucking Rambo on these motherfuckers, but. The adrenaline had to get pumping. Yeah, in my life, depending on it, hey, I'm going down swinging. So, if it would have been me in that situation, Flight 93, I would have hoped. Oh, 93, not 97. Yeah, you're right. Yeah, I would have hoped that me personally would have been would have been able to do the same thing. Like if it, you know, after nine eleven, I truly, I truly did want to go to the army. I truly did. They wouldn't take me. You know. Which I think nowadays, now it worked out for the best. But I did try to go to the army, and they wouldn't take me. Was it age or what? Bum knees, bum my, knees. my bum knees. Yeah, uh, from playing football. Yeah, so, whole another subject. Right, another time. Fucking beast mode in this motherfucker. Yeah, hands for days. But yeah, uh, last thing I wanted to bring up, you know, I mean, we got all. Are patriotic there for a little bit, fucking America. But uh, back to the whole Black Lives Matter thing. Last thing I remember seeing this week was uh, the NFL playing a black national anthem during Week One games. Like, how do you feel about that? Like, I just what is that really necessary? I mean, when did the national anthem become a white national anthem? That's what I'm wondering. Then like, if, that, if that's the case, hey, then like, play, play me some fucking Vicente yeah, Fernandez next, in the beginning ne- of the next fucking... Next thing you know, we're going to be needing to play Mexican yeah, national anthem. I mean, fuck. I want to be creative. Before every game. I want to feel like I'm equal. Fuck. Give me a song, you know? So, I mean, I just... I don't understand it. Like, to go back to a negative topic, but, like... I rem- I just remembered seeing that this week. I don't understand. And it's not even like it's... I mean, I guess it's official if everybody considers it to be the Black National Anthem. Can't remember what song it was. What Let me called. ask... Well, let's see, there you go. So you can't remember the name of the song. Have you ever heard that song before in your life? Uh, I want to say yeah. But uh, I did play it, and I only played about 30 seconds of it. But... I mean, it's not something I've heard a lot of. Yeah, so I read some story about it being an old church song, you know, back in the day. And they deemed it the Black National Anthem, even though they weren't talking about slavery. They weren't talking about something. I I forgot exactly. I I didn't read too much into it. I'm just like, you know, at the end of the day, like, it's just like they want to change the National Anthem. Because they deem it racist. Well, I mean, what? 
What in the national anthem is fucking racist? That's. Uh, I don't know. They don't say black. I guess. I mean, I, I, I have no idea. Like, I don't, I don't get it. You know, like I could understand the rebel flag or the Confederate flag. I understand that. I get it. That was part of the civil Civil war. You know, that meant, you know, the South rise, you know, slaves and all that shit, whatever. I get it. Do I think we need to burn every flag that there is and take all these fucking statues down? No. Because that shows where we came from. Yeah, I was going to say, that's a reminder of where you came from. Right. Like, you know, and that's people. I think people perceive it as like we're worshiping these guys. No, this was all history. Like, this is all what happened back in the day. Well, you know. They say history repeats itself, dude. We're so, about to. Yeah. It's no, going to go are. right back into a uh, civil war. Yeah. You know, I mean, race that, war. That's exactly what we're leading to. And uh, you can't go on history if you uh, try to erase it, getting rid of all these things. Right. And that uh, it's like they want to take down Mount Rushmore. Are you? No. Really? Yeah, yeah. People were saying that that's racist. They're all slave owners. They're all this. They're all that. God. Grow the damn. fuck up. Those are our founding fathers. And, and, and look, I understand. I'm I'm pretty sure. I don't fuck. I don't know. Hell, maybe my great grandparents were some fucking slave, or you know, they were slaves. Yeah. You know, they're Mexican. They're picking shit out there in the fucking field somewhere. I don't know. And I'm not saying they didn't go through hardships, but you don't see me over here. You know, you didn't see me protesting when they talked about the fucking wall. No, the fuck. You know, I mean, like that, uh, I don't know. It just, it, it, like that shit just fucking upsets me, you know, like little shit like that. Like you want to repeat yourself. You know what? I'm going to quote the famous Mr. Morgan Freeman. Okay. You want to know how to stop racism? Stop talking about it. You can't do that for it's, it's not a part of the agenda. Right. The agenda is starting a race war. It's been like that. Starting a civil war. It's always been like that. But that's, that's, I mean, that's what they want is separation. And that's exactly what they're giving them is separation by telling them or, or having this black national anthem being played. Segregation. Well, that's the, exactly what you're doing. You're segregating yourself saying, what? oh, well, we have our own national anthem. This is the black national anthem. This is what we want to be played. You, you know, and then it, damn. Like this shit, I mean, that shit, this ultimately truly pisses me off. You know what I mean? Like, you know, I'm not a racist person. Like I always, I always joke around and say I hate everybody equally. But at the end of the day, I'm not a racist person. You know, I'm not like, oh, there's a black guy over there. I'm not going to go over there. Or, oh, there's a white guy. Fuck. I have a lot of white friends. I have a lot of Mexican friends. I have some black friends. I mean, I don't. I don't have a big circle to begin with. I mean, Lupe is practically black. So, I mean, I guess that counts. <laughs> but, you know, there comes a time in a day, you know, like there's people that I've worked with a different color. Hey, we always get along. We always, I don't care. I don't care what color you are. Like, I don't know. It just, it just pisses me off that people cannot see what the agenda is, you know? A divided country is easier to run. It's easier to control. If people understood that, you know, 
I watched. Do you think? Do you really think a divided country is easier to control though? Fuck yeah. You think so? Fuck yeah. You know why though? Why? Because if you have the people fighting each other, they're they're too the, busy. They're too preoccupied. They're too to, preoccupied over little shit to be worried about big shit. You know. Like, did you know Hillary is on trial right now? I'm not surprised. You're not surprised, but did you know? No. Is that national coverage? No. Did you Did you hear that it's going to trial? No. That's what I'm saying. Like, yeah. But, like, but when Trump was on trial, it was big time news. Oh yeah. You know why? Because they wanted Trump out of the office. Exactly. He's not going. He's he's going against their shit. He's going against the plan. The master plan is to get to a global economic state to where one organization, the WHO and other places, run us. Do I want to take orders for some piece of shit that's fucking halfway across the world? Fuck no. It's America. We're fucking free. Deal with that shit. Like, dude, I, I truly, like, this shit fires me up. It's fucking insane. Like, clearly. it The stupidity that runs through this nation is is. Just beyond me. I mean, we've talked about it before, man. It's a, it's kind of a nervous or a nerve wracking like future for us. Oh yeah, like I I hate like my grandkids. I would hate to see. Like I truly was like I told the wife. I said, look, hey, if Biden gets elected, we're moving to Mexico. I'll move. We're moving to Mexico. I don't care. Personally, I'd rather go to fucking Canada, but... Well, in fucking Mexico, I'd be a millionaire. <laughs> so, I mean, I mean... It, Until the truly, cartels come and take all your money. Chick, come and bring it, baby. I grew up in America where my guns were welcome and willing and will be sitting in my house in wherever the fuck I live. You know, that's why they always say that people hate Americans because we're arrogant pieces of shit. And you know why we're arrogant pieces of shit? Because we're fucking free and we can think whatever the fuck we want. Yeah. I mean that's that's my deal. Like I still get chills. Like we watch, like I said, we watch Patriot Day, and you see Big Poppy. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. At the yeah. end of it, tell him that's our fucking city, boy. That shit gives me chills. Like, yeah, motherfucker, he ain't he ain't lying. You know, he ain't lying. Yeah, when they he popped up on screen, I was like Big Poppy, and he started saying that stuff, and I was like, all right. This is our fucking city. That's right, bitch. That's. I mean, that's that's would, my deal. It wouldn't be like that no more, fool. This it's not it's not. This is our nation. Like it's. This ain't about it's not us. On, it's not on that level anymore. It's all about me, 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 me. What are you gonna give me? What are, you know? What are you gonna give me today? That's not enough. You know. Well. That's going to do it for us today. Appreciate y'all listening. We'll see y'all next time. We out.